If you're ready to take gaming beyond the couch and desk, Xbox might have you covered soon. If the Activision Blizzard King acquisition goes through, Phil Spencer says that we might be seeing an Xbox mobile store for iOS and Android as early as next year. In addition to that, we've got a bunch of game announcements to talk about and a whole bunch more right now on Gaming News Weekly. Gaming News Weekly is back. We are the best weekly video game news show out there. Every single Monday, we're bringing you all the news that you need to know from this here video game industry. We come, we're coming, coming at you on the Fruit Labs, on the YouTube, and podcast services everywhere. Um, my name is Erect the Red. I'm joined every week by Full Clip, the main supreme. What's the haps, dude? How are you? The main supreme. I don't know how to yeah. feel about that. Supreme Leader, yes. Well, sure, that's, I mean, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, yeah, doing all right, doing all right. Uh, haven't been up to anything too crazy. Got a new little addiction uh, to tell you about. But uh, Is it heroin? Saw... No. Okay. Almost, almost like it, though. But uh, I, I checked your channel earlier, and I saw some video of uh, the wrestling event. Oh, yeah, I went to I went to a wrestling event. And so this is, a, like, here... Uh, in uh, in my area, we have this amazing local wrestling dude, and they put on like such an amazing show. It's twenty dollars, and you're like, you know, fifteen feet away from the action. And they brought in some really talented dudes, and it was uh, drink a lot of beer, watch some great wrestling. Um, and I was just telling you that I did on my way leaving the event. I did end up falling, not because of the beer or anything, but it was you know it was something on the ground. Yeah. I fell over. You know, you know how Man. it is. Well, I saw in the video one dude picked up two dudes on his shoulders and threw them and into threw, a door. I think that's yes. worth the $20 alone. I think somebody oh my in the God, backyard was, would pay you $20 to see that. It was amazing. And the weird, the weirdest thing was, and I don't understand this move, those two guys were on his team. I don't understand this move. Oh. He was like using them as a weapon to the guy that was on the ground, but that guy moved, so then he just threw his two teammates uh, into a door. It didn't make much sense in the moment, but very cool to watch yeah yes um you've been you've been playing any fun games yeah yeah so there's my new addiction um i tried out valheim uh myself and the mm. wife we got into it we got it off of uh game pass dude i knew you were gonna you were gonna fall in love with this game oh yeah yeah it's you know it's it's nothing new in the sense that like i feel like i've played most of these mechanics before and right some some amalgamation of minecraft rust conan exiles uh in yeah a couple other games thrown in there too but so far i mean we're not crazy far into it we're just about to like go against the first boss and that should be pretty interesting but it's it's sort of like minecraft in that way that they don't tell you anything you go yeah. in there kind of blind and then you have to start watching some youtube videos to explain to you like what do you do with this item what are these used for should i throw these sure. away or keep them Nice. But a lot of fun. Yeah. I know, like everybody that's that's played it, you know, they love it. So, um, where does it rank amongst those those type of games? Well, right now it's pretty far up there for me. Of course, that could change if I, you know, put twenty more hours into it, and I just feel like it's not really worth getting back into or something. Because right. uh, it's it's hard to put that up there with something like Minecraft, where I'm 
might have like a thousand hours into. Oh damn! Yeah, yeah, it looks cool. Uh, have you been recording some some footage for some content to put out there? So far, so far, not yet. But I want to. Okay. I'm just not sure what it would be because we get on there and we're like just trying to figure out some of the basics a lot of the time. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean that could be fun in itself. But yeah, yeah that's always been a fun game to watch. I, you know, I've watched a bunch of the uh, the footage just because it's you know it's, it's just a really cool uh, idea and, and it's a very well made game. It's not my thing, like the whole resource management and stuff like that. Um, but I feel like I'm getting a little bit more into those games. I'm just so bad at them. That's the problem. Yeah, this is not, like, too heavy on that. If you gave it a try, I think you'd see that it's a little more of a survival game than resource management. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. Even though it's survival games. Like, if I got if any game I have to find food, yeah, I'm done. You're out. I'm out. Yeah. I'm, out. I'm, out. I'm too busy doing other stuff. And I'm like, listen, I got to go find food on now on top of that. I got to find food in real life. I'm like, where's my Doritos? I'm reaching for my Doritos. I can't find them. Oh, yeah. Um... I was play, I played a lot this this week. I got um there was a Steam sale, so um you know I got some new games off of that. Um, Diablo. I played the Diablo beta. Amazing. It was it's. Yeah. I mean it's just more more Diablo. Um. Yeah, I really like. So it's um I think maybe I played it for like I'd say maybe like four or five hours. Created a barbarian character. Uh, went through. Uh, did a few like dungeons and some missions and stuff like that. And it is really just more of the same, but it's so smooth. And so like, um, the world is beautiful. Everything about it looks great. It just looks like an improvement over the previous ones. Specifically yeah, that's a, Diablo three. That's going to launch pretty soon, right? I know we don't have it in this week's show, but maybe next week mm-hmm. or the week after. So, um, actually this weekend, the open beta starts. So, I think after this show comes out, it might still be going on. I'm not certain how long the open beta goes on. And then I believe the game comes out in like ooh, a couple months. So it's not Im- immediate, but uh, oh, okay. it is uh, soon-ish. So, yeah, it was awesome. If, if anybody's out there who hasn't tried the beta and you're a fan of Diablo, it's just... It's just more of that. It just works. Like everything is great on it. Um, you know the character creation, the everything. You know it's awesome. Nice. Um, and then another game. So I, I haven't played this game for my Steam Deck called Deckum. Now this is a um, it's a mobile game that's been out. It's a very very simple title, and I just got it uh, recently because it's a card game. It's kind of like a, a solitaire game, but it's got a boxing theme. So all the cards, there's 52 cards, and all the cards are either blocks, punches, other, like, fighters, like, incoming attacks, or um, health. So you'll get dealt four cards, and then of those four, you have to, like, get through the round. There's 12 rounds, like a boxing match, and you have to make it against the champ without your hit points going all the way down. And at first, like, I'm like, what is this game? It's so, it's so dumb. I was like, I don't understand it. And then like it kind of you it kind of clicks and I'm like, okay, now so this like there's a way to do it without getting any damage. So you it just depended on the order that you put the cards in. So it's very uh. much like solitaire in that fashion, 
where it's like it's all about you know you got to get the cards out there you can reserve some cards for later so it's all about knowing when to use the cards and stuff like that and i found myself like two hours later i'm like okay i need to take a little break from this yeah and then so it's so simple though too in that there's really um that's it like there's just those cards you play a match if you don't make it you try again if you make it that's it you won you know there's no overarching story anything like that and in that respect it's a little like light on what it offers but it's a three dollar game you know it's like 2.99 play it on mobile you could play it on steam um pc probably wherever but um i this is this has been my addiction this week deckum so yeah. yeah check it out if any of those those buzzwords you know get you solitaire cards boxing which is a weird combination. You don't, it you know. is. It is. But, you know, those those card-based games are always pretty interesting when they come up yeah. with something new like that. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know how much life this has, you know, because, uh, like I said, it doesn't offer much outside the simple, that simple game. You know, it's not, you know, you get a high score. That's basically it. You know, you want to get on the, 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 the charts. But otherwise... Um, yeah, it doesn't offer much, but it is definitely a, a fun time uh, time waster. You know, you can play a couple matches while you're pooping. That's always my gauge. Oh, yeah. You know? How many games can I play while I'm pooping? All right. Um, should we move on? Should we get into the, the news this week? The, yeah, we better. We, we got a lot to talk about, so let's do it. All right, let's start things off with our new releases from last week. First up, Chia, Chia, I don't know how it's pronounced, but this came out March 21st on PC, PS4, and PS5. This was a, uh, we talked about it recently, it's a PlayStation Plus uh, day one title. So I did get a chance to play, I played maybe almost two hours of it the other day, um, and I got some things to talk about, but first of all, it's the 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 design of the game so now this is created by just a handful of people as kind of like a a love letter to where they're from so it's um new caledonia it's an island in the pacific ocean and it's like all these different nationalities and and um languages spoken there and in this game it's they only use like local talent from there for their voice talent and stuff like that um and it's this beautiful open world like adventure game. It's like this tropical paradise. And you play as this child that can like, I mean, basically you're exploring, you're going around, um, but you have the ability to go in other animals. Your soul goes in other animals. You're not physically going in the other animals. Okay. So wearing like, mm. just like a skin of like a boar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would be an entirely different game. But it's just like, it's, bright and vibrant and um the art style is really really cool um the open world it's not huge because you know it's an island um but it is like it's fun to traverse you have like this glider so it's kind of like zelda-y um there's character like customization you could change your outfits and then on top of that there's like a um a ukulele that you play like it's like it's guitar hero throughout the game like, really? you're just sitting at a campfire, and they're like, hey, play us a song on the ukulele. And it's like Dragon a whole, Force like... Dragon Force kicks in. <laughs> yes, yes. 
Uh, but no, it's like just a real chill. It's just a chill vibe. The whole thing that I've played so far, it's just been a chill vibe. Now, I don't know if there's going to be like any like um, major like protagonists or anything that come in or, uh, or antagonists that come in and, and shake things up. Or if I'm just like exploring this island and just like, you know, doing my thing. Um, there are like bad guys that, um, you know, you have to, as, as part of the story. But, you know, there's really not much, like, combat or anything that, that I've seen so far in the first hour or so. So, um, but I'm enjoying it. It's a nice, nice chill game. Although yeah. I did start to fall asleep. At, literally, as I'm playing the ukulele in the game, oh, yeah. I'm like, it's, it's like, it's like causing me to, to doze off. So, be warned. All right, our next game, Have a Nice Death. Came out March 22nd on PC and the Nintendo Switch. Um, this is like a, it's a 2d action roguelike. It's literally just death at work. You know, he's got to, you know, he's got to, he's got to work just like you and I death is, he's just like one of us. Um, so it's all like the trials and tribulations of work, but as the, you know, as the harbinger of, of death himself, uh, with his sight out there, um, you know, there's nine different departments to go to 10 total bosses and then every time you go through a level, you have like a performance review. So at these points, you'll get you'll be able to upgrade your stats and stuff like that. And just like any role, like you go back out there a little bit more powerful and try to get a little bit further in the game. Um, what really drew me to it, though, is this beautiful art. Like yeah. it is, I don't even know how to describe it, but it is just so just crisp and vibrant and beautiful looking like. It's so cool yeah. looking. Like the in in the combat during the side scrolling of this, I see like really cool effects going on. That yes, sound effects mixing in with that, the colorful lights and things like that seems very satisfying. Like when you pull off a, a strong attack or something. Absolutely, yeah, satisfying. That is a great because it did. Just watching the trailer, I'm like, oh my god, I want to do this. I want to do this in in real life. So um, yeah, I definitely want to check that out. I've heard that the difficulty level um specifically for the bosses is like a little bit cheesy like it's tough it's very very hard oh yeah and not like you know uh you know it's just it's very hard so i don't know that that's a little bit of a detractor for me but and then i also read that the um like the jokes about the workplace lifestyle and stuff like that really hit their their writing is really good so that draws me right back in. So I'll put it on my wish list for a, for a sale at some point, you know? Yeah. Seems like a perfect game for the Switch. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That's exactly what I'm thinking. I'm like, dude, I'll play that on my Steam Deck and it'll be it'll be perfect, you know? Yeah. Um, just like, I love these little indie roguelikes for, for handhelds. They, they really just fit. Um, and then our last game, Resident Evil 4 came out March 24th for ps4 ps5 xbox one xs and pc so this is a remake of the classic 2005 game probably the best i mean arguably the best resident evil game ever of the entire series so um it is now modernized updated visuals updated controls and it just it's getting like 10 out of 10s from so many um so many press uh, outlets it's at a 92 on metacritic right now for um the pc version insane so yeah i wasn't planning on like so i always wanted to get like 
we talk about it all the time. I love the idea of horror games. I get in there and I'm like, I second guess myself. I'm like, why am I doing this? It's so uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, but that being said, like, I really want, like, from all the reviews that I've read, like, this one, this one sounds like it's amazing. So I might have yeah. to do it. I have to wonder if there's like, if there's going to be something missing, if I go to play it without having that nostalgia factor for the original. Mm, it's possible. Yeah. Yeah. This one. Have you ever played the original? I don't think so. I've only played okay. like one of these on the GameCube. Gotcha. Yeah. This one was, um, one of the first, also like the first one, um, first two i guess were like you know everybody played those back what was it for the playstation one yeah um and uh yeah fantastic games and then this one was like yeah gamecube it was like the must-have game for the nintendo gamecube and um and it was different too it wasn't just simple zombies this was like creepy villagers that could like you know chase you and it and, and do all this different stuff so um but yeah what I'm hearing though is that they're planning a um, a full version of this to come out at some point in VR. So I'm thinking that I might just wait and get the oh, yeah. the VR version and just just go go all out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, if they pull that off, that sounds like a very like detailed VR game compared to some of the games you see for VR. Oh, absolutely. So right now, Resident Evil Eight um which i i got in there and i tried it a little bit is a full game in vr for psvr2 and mm. it is i mean it's it's a full triple a game looks amazing it's so it's so scary dude it's so yeah. much scarier in the in the vr so i played it That's for a little cool. bit and i was i was home alone and i was just like ah, let me try this game out that way like no one can make fun of me when i like scream um but then I was like, uh-uh, I, all right, I've had enough. I, I switched, I instantly switched to Synth Riders for like, you know, a fun uh, music adventure to, to Oh, yeah. To yeah, I'm, my... I'm glad to hear we're there uh, because mm-hmm. I, I do have a little experience with like the Oculus Quest 2, but most of those games that I played, not hooked to PC. It's like, it's fun, but you can tell it's like a mobile processor running these sure. games. So yeah. they leave a little to be desired, but that's really cool that, that yeah. we're there. Sounds like yeah. we're there. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the 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 triple the few AAA titles that are out for PSVR two right now are um they're amazing, really uh really well done. All right, that's it. Those are our new releases for this past week. Um, some really good games that came out. I'm excited to I'm excited to play um uh, play all of them. So it's rare that we have a week like that. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. All right, let's keep things cruising along. And talk about our news of the week. All right, first up, Microsoft Minute. That one, that one actually flows a little bit yeah. better, right? You know, yeah, that works. It it seems we talk about Microsoft and the whole Activision uh, uh, merger every single week. So this is our this is the, our chance we get, and this one's a little bit less about the merger, although it is. You know, it does factor in. Let's talk about it. Instead of me just rambling on about what it might be. I'm just going to allude to what it might be for like another five minutes. No, but let's talk Building about Building suspense. It. Exactly. That's Get what I'm doing. Getting to the edge. And then... Uh-huh. And then getting them off. Is that what you were going to say? <laughs> I was just saying, then, then we're just going to snap it on them. Oh, yeah. That too. Sure. Uh, um, so, 
I think we talked about it recently. Maybe, I don't know when it was. I have no concept of time. But Microsoft is planning on creating a digital store for their um, mobile mobile games, I guess uh, we would call them. The games, you know, mobile games. So this is um, based on the Digital Markets Act coming into place in March of 2024. This is when this is all planned for. So a year away. And what that is, it requires um, Apple and Google to allow third-party app storefronts on their mobile platforms. Now, this is a, this is a European act. I, I'm not certain if it does also apply to the states here. But, um, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty interesting. So they're really hinging um, this store mostly on if this Activision deal can go through because that's the biggest ones. They got Candy Crush, the Diablo Immortal, you know, those are some big games that they could be offering through this third-party Microsoft store. Oh, yeah. um, but let Let's me read a, a little quote, Ski. You ready for it? Yeah. Are you? I was just going to say the whole, like, King Library of Games. That's yes! The King. The Burger King games. Sneaking. Oh, Remember no. that game? Yes. Um, all right. Uh, Phil Spencer said in an interview, he said, we want to be in a position to offer Xbox and content from both us and our third-party partners across any screen where somebody would want to play. Today, we can't do that on mobile devices, but we want to build towards a world that we think will be coming where those devices are opened, opened up. Uh, the Digital Markets Act that's coming, those are the kinds of things that we are planning for. I think it's a huge opportunity. And I agree, Phil Spencer. It is a huge opportunity. Um, there's a lot of money in the mobile market, and um, it's pretty cool that they're opening it up to, uh, should we get our own app store? I think Ooh, so. It'll be easy to idea. compete with Xbox and mm -hmm. Epic Games. Mm-hmm. I mean, Netflix is doing it, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I could make a mobile game or two. How hard could it be? Mm-hmm. But so, like I said, this is um, that that King um, lineup of games. Do you think this happens? The store still without the merger going through? I don't know because that's that's a whole lot less content that they have like day one that they could shove into that store that's like guaranteed sellers. Right. Like, does I mean we we the last time this came up, we talked about the possibility of all the you know, the Xbox, Bethesda games that could be popping out in, in mobile versions, you know, and then offered as far as third-party store goes. So it's a possibility. But with that, they're going to have to make new games. You know, they don't have this lineup of already existing mobile titles that they could put out there. Yeah. But, I mean, of course, we do have um, streaming through Ultimate Game Pass, Game Pass Ultimate. So I kind of yeah. wonder if, if part of this will intertwine into that service mm, so i mean it could be like full triple a games that you're streaming on your phone uh like you already can through ultimate games yeah but this would just be it would have a setup like storefront market where maybe you could buy it outright or something if you you know if you're digging it yeah i don't know stream yeah stream right to your phone with that game interesting yeah that's a good thought so um so much of my so much of microsoft's future is really dependent on this this merger and it is uh you know it's interesting to see w uh, where it's gonna go yeah 
we should start taking bets over at Fruit Lab. We'll get oh, yeah. a pool going if, if they think it's it's gonna go. We'll get the odds, you know, some odds. There's got to be some odds makers out there uh, putting uh, odds on this thing. Yep, let's check Caesar's Palace. Exactly, exactly. Next up, Respawn Entertainment has opened its third studio. This one uh, is gonna be focused on creating new content for uh, for Apex Legends which is what I thought all of their studios were doing. I didn't know Respawn was making anything but content for Apex Legends. They canceled, uh, you know, anything interesting they're doing. Oh, yeah. Stupid. They got to get that Apex money, though, you know, right? I guess. I mean, they, they were talking about Titanfall Legends, which would be like the, the combination of the two or the storyline in between the two, which would have been awesome. But for some reason, they act like they, they couldn't afford to do that. But here they are with a brand new studio. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Titanfall, I did. I just uh, today I bought Titanfall two on the Steam sale. It was only like four fifty or something like that. Nice. So I'm gonna play through that campaign campaign again. Uh, I'm excited because uh, I don't even know if I ever finished it when I had it the first time. I was so into the multiplayer. Like I, the campaign was amazing. I think I played half of that, and then once I liked the multiplayer, and I was like, all right, I'm gonna do that. So I'm excited oh, yeah. to play it. Um, but yeah, so this one, um, the studio, it's in uh, Madison, Wisconsin led by veteran AAA Battle Royale and FPS developers. And um, part of this press release states, uh, we're incredibly excited to announce that the Apex Legends team at Respawn will continue to strengthen its development team with the introduction of a brand new studio location in Madison, Wisconsin, led by industry veteran Ryan Burnett. Uh, They gave a little background about Mr. Burnett's, uh, uh, his accomplishments. Uh, And then they said, at its core, this expansion represents Respawn's Commitment to work with the most skilled, curious, and creative minds in the industry. Having just passed its fourth anniversary, our aim is to continue to make Apex Legends the premier battle royale on the market. I cannot think of a better addition than the immensely talented developers in Madison working uh, alongside our Los Angeles and Vancouver teams to help us shape what comes next. Um, Yeah. Now, do you think it's the premier battle royale on the market? It's hard to say. I would say that Fortnite and Warzone are probably a little bit higher in the ranking than Apex. That's what I would think. I think at one point Apex might have been, you know, but I think Fortnite has really um, taken that title. And then Warzone um, is definitely right up there as well. So um, do you you ever get down with the Apex action? A little bit. Like right after it came out, it played for probably a month and then just kind of hung it up. Yeah, I was, I mean, as... with all of these games, I loved it up until the point where I just got, you know, outclassed. You know, it gets to a point where my skill level plateaus and everybody else is, like, up here. And then it stops being as fun when I'm not getting those those victories, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, so, uh, what I thought was interesting regarding this, though, was that just a few weeks ago, EA laid off 200 uh, Apex Legends quality assurance testers in its uh, Louisiana, Baton Rouge, Louisiana office. Um, so, you know, interesting. They're not testing it anymore. They're just hiring new developers to mm-hmm. make it tested. I don't know. <laughs> Who's testing this stuff? That's a good question. No one knows. No one knows. Um, but I guess they had to lay them off to get to get money for the, for the studio. Makes sense, right? Yeah. The high cost of Wisconsin. 
All right, the Unreal Engine still going strong. And to prove that, they just had a state of Unreal. Um, and in it, is, you know, this is like a direct where they announced like all the things ha that are happening surrounding the Unreal Engine. Now, I don't know if this is the first time this happened. It was interesting. I didn't know that there was these engines had their own directs, you know? Yeah, I never heard of another one. No, no. But um, so it was pretty interesting, though. I, I thought uh, so you could watch the whole thing uh, out there. They talked about the updates for the engine and, and what's coming. But uh, just a quick run through of the things that they did announce. There is a Unreal uh, editor coming for Fortnite uh, that allows players to develop their own games inside of the Fortnite game. So uh, that was pretty cool. That's only for the PC version. Um, and uh, it'll be interesting to see what people can can make with that that's always fun you know for sure uh, and i wonder if there's going to be like some cross-play compatibility there with the yeah. pc made uh custom content that's what i'm hoping yeah make it on pc shoot it up to the cloud however the internet works you know put it up there in the internet cloud <laughs> sounds pretty good um, either way it sounds like i mean i hope they manage that part because sometimes the coolest games like in GTA 5, where you can make custom multiplayer modes, the management of it sucks, and you can't access mm. any of the coolest stuff. So, gotcha. I mean, that's where they could easily go wrong, but hopefully not. Yeah, yeah, that would be, um, it'll be, it'll be fun to see. Uh, and then they also showed off a, um, a metahuman animator that uh, Ninja Theory is using to push the boundaries of real-time facial animation. So this was pretty cool. And um, it's like they have um, like this camera or you could use an iPhone and it could reproduce like you record and then it reproduces any facial performance as a high fidelity animation right there on the screen. I was like, oh, my goodness, this is this falls into the wrong hands. Oh no! But it was really, really cool. It made it like um, very realistic looking. So the, um, the, the, the engine is still, you know, able to accomplish uh, that pretty well. And then um, Unreal Engine 5.2, they talked about um, talked about some some demos and some new features coming to the engine 5.2, and um, yeah, that was pretty much pretty much the the main highlights. I just thought it was interesting that this um, this game engine is having its own show, you know. And they didn't even save that for E3. What is E3 gonna have? Yeah. So. Yeah, just another, um, you know, just epic, just being billion trillionaires. I don't even know how much money they have anymore, but they're like, hey, let's just throw money at this showcase where we talk yeah. about our game engine. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Uh, last week we talked about a rumor regarding a new Counter Strike Two game, and then uh, bam, it happened. It was a uh, it was a made official. Um, Counter-Strike 2 is coming, uh, so we don't have a release date, but we do have an idea, uh, summer 2023, and, uh, it will run on the Source Engine 2, all this engine talk, it's like we're, uh, like Thomas, Thomas the Tank Engine, yes. <laughs> when's that, uh, state of Thomas the Tank Engine coming? Oh, gosh, yeah, mm -hmm. next PBS telethon, I think. Yeah, that's the question, Choo Choo Charles is hosting it. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so Counter-Strike 2 coming sometime summer 2023, it will be a free upgrade to CSGO, 
Um, and uh, it's in limited testing to some players right now. And uh, there'll be a lot more information coming out in the next few weeks. But what it's going to be, it's a, um, let's see what they say. It's the largest technical leap forward in Counter-Strike's history, uh, ensuring new features and updates for years to come. So um, they, uh, you know, they, they showed a, a video showing what players can expect. Uh, upgraded overhauled maps, game-changing smoke grenades, tick rate independent gameplay i don't even know what that means like you i've always been told to avoid the ticks because they have lyme disease uh-huh. so yes. um yeah so very very cool um regardless of tick rate your moving and shooting will be equally responsive and your grenades will always land the same way well that's good to know right yeah I would have hoped that that would have been in the game to begin with, but I don't know when was CS:GO from like 2002 or something. It's been a, it's been around a long time, so um, yeah, that's that's pretty cool. So they're gonna have all these overhauled maps. Uh, they've been fully rebuilt from the ground up using the uh, Source Two tools and rendering features. So uh, pretty cool for CS:GO fans, you know, it being a free upgrade and everything. Like that's awesome. You don't you don't get that a lot. Good yeah. guy Valve, dude. They take care of you. I've been really in, having a lot of fun uh, on my Steam Deck lately, and I was like, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm glad I'm part of the Valve family. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. All right. Anything else to uh, to add about Counter Strike Two? I wonder if this means we'll get Half Life. What is it? Three? Mm-hmm. I know it's like a big thing that people want, and they've wanted it for a decade. Yeah. Yeah, now that um, they've they're done with this upgrade, they move on to the next one, right? That's how oh, it works. Yeah. That'd be interesting. That would be. Um, you know what else is interesting? The return of video game movie adaptations. These were always the best. I mean, that's not, what we all wanted more of. Not really the best, but they were always fun back in the day. You know, I mean, you're talking all the way back to like you got Lion King. On uh, the Nintendo or Super Nintendo, uh, I think it was, you know. Oh, yeah. um, and then the Ghostbusters, just all these games. Anytime oh, yeah. there was a big movie, you had the video game adaptation. You don't see that ever yeah. anymore. Yeah, yeah. It used to be like every show and movie got got a game in like the uh-huh. PS2, Xbox 360 era. Yeah. But going forward, I mean, I played that Mad Max game, and it was like mm. really, really good. That was a great but, game. Uh, but that's a standout as far as movies sure. adapted into games. Right, yeah, we get like uh, what, the Lord of the Rings, um, they you know those games. I think there's the Avatar game coming out. There was a Dune game recently, so they're still out there. But I'm talking, I want, I want them regularly. And yeah. the one we're specifically talking about, I guess we should get into it. Um, Zack Snyder has a new movie coming out called Rebel Moon. Uh, this is going to be coming out this December on Netflix, and it's super sci-fi, like. Um, it's been described as like Star Wars meets Akira Kurosawa's films, like Seven Samurai or something. So um, instantly after that, I was like, I'm in. And then um, recently, Zack Snyder on the Nerd Queen's YouTube channel uh, went into a little details about what he's been working on. So he says, um, it's not a small time commitment to Rebel Moon. The one thing that I'm really having a good time with, and I don't even know if I'm supposed to talk about it, but, you know, this role-playing game that we're doing. 
Uh, he says it's so immersive and so intense and so huge. We talked about how we would do the game and we just said, let's go. All I'll say is that like, I always wanted to do an RPG and it was pitched to me at this scale. Um, so I guess it's like, they're just jumping in feet first with um, a huge scale AAA role-playing game based on this, you know, this brand new sci-fi IP. Yeah. And how they're going to pull that off and come up with something like that's really good by, you know, around December or soon enough after that they actually stay relevant to the movie when it comes out. That's going to be the hard part. Yep. That's going to be the hard part. Like, to make a decent game in, you know, I don't know. He doesn't say how long this has been in development. Um, he does say he's not supposed to talk about it a couple of times. So, you know, obviously they're not ready to show anything, but yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. This is coming out in what, you know, nine months. He's got to hope that the movie is amazing where people are like, we need more rebel moon. Yeah. And then they could just go play it. Yeah, which, I mean, maybe this is an indication that the people at Netflix think that this has a lot of meat on the bone that they can make more out of. Yeah, yeah, I I don't know. Like, there haven't been, like, any real amazing Netflix movies, you know, recently that blow me away. So, um, hopefully this is the outlier, you know, and hopefully this is more of, like, Justice League, the Snyder Cut, as opposed to, you know, just regular, like, uh, Justice League. Or Superman versus Batman. I don't even know if he did that one. Moving on, let's talk about some game announcements. There were some exciting games announced. The first one being Sonic Origins Plus. So this comes out June 23rd. And um, so recently, I guess it's been over a year, the... um, Sonic Origins came out, and it's like just a, a selection of all the previous Sonic games, the the 2D, you know, side-scrolling Sonic games and that sort of thing. But this one, um, basically a sequel to that, it's going to add 12 Game Gear games, uh, playable Amy to Sonic the Hedgehog, Sonic Hedgehog 2, Sonic 3, and Knuckles, and Sonic CD, uh, and a playable Knuckles to Sonic CD. So I guess it's adding characters to the games. Um, so... It's going to be available as a $9.99 expansion if you own the last one, or you could purchase it outright for um, $39.99, and it includes the regular Sonic Origins and all the DLC. So yeah, are you a, you're, you're you're not a Sonic guy? I know the answer. I, own, I was going to ask. I own all the Sonic games that I want right now, and that is zero Sonic games. Yeah. yeah. I just watched the Sonic 2 movie last weekend. I, it? uh, it's great. I actually really enjoyed it. Is that the one Jim Carrey is like the bad Jim guy? Carrey. Yep, yep. Both of them, Sonic 1 and Sonic 2, um, great movies. And it actually nice. made me, more than anything that has ever happened in the history of time, Sonic 2 made me want to play some Sonic video game. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I've never, I've never been like, yeah, let's go play Sonic. I don't know. But um, for those of you that want to get out there with that with the blue hedgehog, this is it. June twenty third, you could have all all of it. It's gonna be out on PS four, PS five, Xbox One, uh, XS, Nintendo Switch, and PC. So put it on your calendar. It's coming real soon. It's gonna even have like um, 
So the physical edition, you can buy the physical edition. It's going to have like art book, a bunch of other stuff. So, um, yeah, all the hardcore Sonic heads, hedge heads, blue, the blue boys, the blue, blue crew. I bet they have a cool name like that. Blue crew. Not to be confused with blue chew, which is a, um, the tablets. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Off brand Viagra. Yeah, we're gonna get them to sponsor this show, so we, you know, make sure you say yeah. uh, good things. Them about underwear, them. razors, we'll take anything. Exactly, all of those. Yeah, I've got a boner right now. <laughs> um, thanks, Blue Chew. See, that was just a test. That one you was can for hardly free. see it in my me undies. <laughs> exactly, these ones are for free. The next ones are gonna cost you. So send us a contract. Um, another game that was announced. This one sounds. Amazing. A God of War inspired Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game based on um, a series, a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles series from 2020 called uh, The Last Ronin. So um, I actually, I didn't read this book. It's on my to read list. So this is the return of Eastman and Laird, the original creators of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And it's set like in the future. It's like an alternate version of it where um, I don't want to give any spoilers away, but like all the turtles are dead except one. And I'm not going to tell you which one, but that's what this story is based on. And so it's like a really dark Ninja Turtles. um, And you play like as this one Ninja Turtle in this really awful um, dark future. Sounds amazing. Doesn't it? I I had no idea this existed, but yeah, this uh, just the idea of this really got to me. And I love like, I love stuff like this where they take something that's fairly like clean, like even the some of the new Disney movies like Cruella, mm-hmm. and they make it gritty. Yeah, and you see that that alternative version of it. Joke, the new Joker movie is kind of one of those. Yeah, and one of the cool things about this, which would make for an awesome part in the game. So the last Ronan, he um, he carries the weapons of his three fallen brothers. So. Um, it would make for some cool fighting styles. You know, you could upgrade, like, whatever, your bow staff or um, your sword or that sort of thing. Um, so, yeah, I, as soon as I read this article, I was like, this needs to happen now. But, uh, unfortunately, it's probably a few years from, from seeing the light of day. So, we just have to uh, do keep, make, keep making our fanfics. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yours, I mean, you could, yours could stand to be a little less erotic. But, you know, that's just a note. My bad. I mean. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Moving on. All right. And then the last game that was announced. Again, a really cool sounding game. Lego 2K Drive. Yes. A Lego racing game. A triple A Lego racing game. So this is a um, coming out for PS4, PS5, Xbox One, XS, Nintendo Switch, PC. Um, It is exactly what you think. It's a racing game where you make cars with legos now i don't know if you can make like anything with them but there are like over a thousand unique lego pieces to use um and to customize your vehicles and that sort of thing it's got multiplayer couch co-op like uh split screen um let's see it promises to deliver a wide open world different biomes races mini games challenges collectibles things to destroy and a story to tie it all together. Sounds amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it does. And, and as I started reading more about it, it's like, wow, this is everything that I want it to be. As far as, like, customizing your car, 
whether that be like an on-road car, an off-road car, uh, different things like that that they bring up. Um, sounds pretty cool. I, I wonder like how crazy you can get with the customization. Can I yeah. make like some Mad Max style vehicles in here with the right parts and colors? Exactly. I want to make like the um, like the Lego Movie uh, vehicles. Oh yeah. Or like the. Have you ever seen the Lego Movie? Yeah. You know, they, they just like it's just like a couch that is like uh, I don't know. It turns into a spaceship or something. I don't remember. Yeah. Now, that'd be cool as hell. Like, I hope that the level of customization here is just off the charts. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, let's see. There's more conventional choices there in the game, too. Cars from LEGO City, Creator Speed Champions, even the McLaren uh, Solus GT and F1. So, um, yeah. Uh, and the fact that it's just an open-world game, too, like, is awesome. Just an open-world LEGO game where you just destroy everything, I'm sure, like you can in all those games. And then... Um, yeah, just drive around. Uh, on top of that, it's also going to have a um, like a season pass. So it's going to have uh, include all new biome plus four individual post-launch seasons of drive pass content, each with new vehicles and themes. So it's packaged in the two more expensive editions of Lego. It's also available to purchase separately. So um, it gets you. Yeah. Oh, okay, here's a little idea. The kind of cars. Standard edition gets players the Aqua Dirt Racer Pack, uh, off-road car, and racer boat. So, some weird, some weird stuff uh, there. But yeah, I think this is a great idea, and I am all in. Yeah, I want to see more about it for sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Hopefully, we'll get like a, a trailer. I don't know how far along it is. There's no way. Um... Oh, soon, May nineteenth. That's real soon. There's got to be a trailer, uh, a trailer coming real soon then. So, um, very cool. Yeah, multiplayer Lego racing game. It's not what I had on my, on my bingo list for today, but it's coming. All right, and that's it. That is our news for this week. Have I missed anything today? Nah, we hit it all. It's good. I'm out of beer. I need Mas Cervezas. All right, let's call it a day then. My name is Erector Red. This gentleman right here is Full Clip. You can find us on Fruit Lab posting some excellent video game content there. Go check it out. Earn some pips, buy some gift cards, and uh, play some video games. Um, you can also find us on YouTube. I'm at Pop Culture Playground. He is at GameFAX, G-A-M-E-F-A-X. You can also find him on Twitch, Full Clip underscore F-L. What else? What else am I pimping? The podcast. Find the audio version of this show every single week available anywhere podcasts are found. And then check out our TikTok where we're always putting out the highlights of every show um, that can be condensed down into tiny little snippets for your uh, enjoyment while you're pooping. Let's keep All right. You ready to get out of here? All right. Thanks so much. We'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye.